At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Spirit Dog Training, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show. Can you say what? Can you say that story show? Yeah. Can you say this is that story show? There you go. Hey! This is that story show, people. People, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 388, brought to you the week of September 2nd, 2021. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, my name's John, and I just met you. Here's my number. I forgot the rest of the words. <laughs> Wait, let me say that right. I just met you, and this is crazy. Oh. But uh, here's my number, so call me. Call maybe? me, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Hey, um, you can call me John though. Okay, can John? I just have one question for you. Can can you say this is nobody's listening? I mean, uh, that story show. Whoops. No, because <laughs> yeah. that that baby could not. I just I just want to play it again. Can you say what? Can you say that story show? No. Yeah. Can you say this is yeah. that story show? There you go. Uh, this is Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a baby job of the hut, but I, I, <laughs> I, I used to try to get Jenna to say stuff like that. And, and it would just, the longer the sentence got, the more jumbled and less of it she could recall. But, uh, that yes. was super cute. Whoever yes. sent that in. So thank you. We love intros and, uh, we are out of them. So if you want to get on the <laughs> show, the easiest way uh is always to send in a story but um the super easiest way is to send in an intro record one on your phone or get your kids to do it or whatever something just to the effect of hey this is billy from pasadena california and you're listening to that story show and you just email that to james at nlcast.com and then i eventually will use it Unless it's yes. profane or something, you know, just yes. keep the bad words out of it. We always start with an opening story. This one's called Toilet Tumble, and I found it funny. It's from Liam. He says, many years ago, my family was doing renovations on our house, and we were painting. 
we were tearing down walls. We were replacing a lot of the rep- the appliances like you do. Well, one of the things we were replacing was the toilet in the downstairs bathroom. And on the ah. day we got the new toilet, I was at a friend's house, so I didn't even know we'd gotten it yet. So the next day, where my story begins, I was in our basement playing on the Wii, and I felt the call of nature. And it wasn't hmm. just Wii. It was something else. So <laughs> I went something to- Something you need to sit down for. Hmm? Yeah. Take a, take a little break. Take a load off. Uh, I went to the downstairs bathroom, and since uh, it was the closest one to me, what I didn't know was that the toilet had not been installed. It was just sitting on the floor Ooh. in the bathroom, not connected to anything. But I went to the bathroom, closed the door, and sat on the toilet. No big deal. Now, if I'd been paying attention, if I hadn't been a child, I would have noticed the toilet wasn't where it normally was, or <laughs> and that there was no water in the bottom of the toilet. But I wasn't paying attention to anything other than my needs, and I needed to release the hounds. So I yeah. sat on the toilet, <laughs> and I, I was about to let loose a flood of digested liquids. Ugh. Ah. Mm, that uh, doesn't sound good. No. Gosh. No. When the toilet started to tip a little bit, of course it did. Because not many people know that the bottom of the toilet is not completely flat. It looks like it is, but when you take it up, there's a there's a there's a little ring that mm-hmm. that protrudes down from the bottom of the the flat part of the toilet and that goes yeah. into a wax ring which then connects to the 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 uh the pipe that goes down the into the floor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it it becomes quite rickety and rockety if you try to sit on it uh because of that 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 little uh protrusion. So um Basically, before I knew it, the dang thing completely fell over and I was left trapped under the uninstalled toilet, <laughs> apparently <laughs> with trousers down and everything. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> so I had to call for help. <laughs> and my dad came and Uh-oh. saved me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. It was quite embarrassing having to explain while I was why I was trapped <laughs> under the toilet. I bet it was hilarious to the dad. I would have loved to to see to, well to walk no, in on that. Yeah, I'm disabled. <laughs> what kind I'm of disabled? disabled? Leg disabled. Leg disabled. <laughs> well, how did you get disabled? Uh, acid. Acid. So I'm still what are embarrassed the of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hundred to one. I'm still embarrassed about it to this day. <laughs> yeah, that's a lifetime thing when that happens yeah, to you. Yeah. When your pants are down in front of your parents, it's it's a lifetime thing. At least your dad didn't pull out the phone. That just <laughs> <laughs> uh, the toilet it's was okay, a, little Liam. Yeah, it's no big deal. You know, Liam <laughs> emailed me after I told him that this was going to be on the show, and uh, and he says, "Can you uh, not mention my last name?" <laughs> I don't, I, so apparently it really is embarrassing to him so we've got so many liams on the show i know too. i know yeah. he was he was very concerned so i i was like i'm glad you caught me because man you know next time i told him we will call you whatever you want yeah so just put down liam mcbuckle pants and we'll you know <laughs> like you didn't have your pants buckled anyway it was quite embarrassing oh. having to explain I'm still embarrassed about it to this day. The toilet was eventually installed, and now we all live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that is until the fish from my last story that made it on the show died a couple <laughs> days later. Un- unrelated. And, uh, unrelated. Hmm. Just leaving it on a sad note, you know? Just, yeah. So at least you didn't you know, try to flush the fish before it's time, you know? True. I, I feel like I need to go back to something, a couple somethings, actually. First of all, that little that little back and forth between James and I, that was from a TV show called The IT Crowd. Yeah. Season two, episode one, The Work Outing. And uh, we, we don't want you to think we're making fun of anybody, so that's that. And, and then the oh, second yeah. thing is... Yeah. Um, it, the IT Liam, Crowd is, is for people 13 and up, by the way. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even 15. Yeah, maybe even 18. I don't know. Probably. You you need to be an adult to watch it. And British. We'll just say that. That'll be safe. Yeah. That'll be safe. Yeah. Um, And I forgot what the other thing was I was going to say, so never mind. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, no, I did. I forgot it as I was talking about the- I just didn't want to promote the show. Because it, it's, uh, you know, it's it's not uh, it's safe for, it's not- uh, Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. So there we right, go. You right, Anyway, let's let's rewind the week. Yeah, I want to point out that I wasn't making fun of anybody either just now. I I was stuttering- and I'm like, well, let's just make it a good one while you're doing it. <laughs> so you were thinking of that song. You ain't seen it in nothing yet. You ain't seen it nothing yet. All right. So um, <laughs> this one happened very, very recently. Uh, basically, re- Weekly Rewind, if you're new to the show, is where we take something from the last seven days or so and uh, we tell you about it. Um, this one's actually from a, about a month ago, but I, I had it on the list and, and, and other things happened. And so I moved it. Um, so the dog, we have a dog. I love, uh, no, no, gosh, forgive me. Uh, I didn't mean to lie. I, I have two dogs one I don't like <laughs> and the other I hate and the dog I hate, I hate because she's two years old, knows better, still poops on the floor once in a while. <clears throat> so. She pooped outside my bedroom door the oh, uh, no. the other week. Yeah. Gross. And I almost stepped in it, which was, oh, would have been barefooted no. and that would have been gross. Oh no. Cuz I've done Between that. Between the toes. Yeah, it's that's the worst. And uh Blech. But my son cleaned it up. And well, and it was great. One. But he warned me. He said, "Dad, for some reason, uh, I don't know why he says, but where I cleaned up the dog poop, it's, it's really slippery. And I'm like, oh, well, it's probably cause you know, the floor is, it, it's clean now and, <laughs> and it's just a little slippery. So if I'm wearing socks, cause it's a hardwood floor, uh, I'll, I'll just be careful. But I walked outside my door to go down the stairs. It was right at the top of the stairs and dude, my feet almost came out from underneath me instantly. Ooh instantly it was like i was on a on a on an ice level in mario sunshine or something it, it what's just, your dog been eating i don't know <laughs> i don't know some, some some paraffin wax or something i don't i don't know but it was so <laughs> bad that my son felt the need to put a sign on the floor he's like warning it's very <laughs> slippery here so he could tell the 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 wife and the daughter you know as well 
but it was terrible because I would forget every time. And at the top of the stairs, whether you were going up or down, you would either slip and then want to fall backwards or slip and want to fall down, depending on which way you were going. And, um, leave it to my wife who is a lot smarter than anyone else in the family. She is the smartest one. She is the, the brilliant God one. Bless her. Yeah. She is the accountant. She was valedictorian in high school. Graduated Whoa. top of her class, obviously, uh, you know, finished college in three years with honors. Uh, she is a smart lady and she got to Bruh. the bottom of it. She says, James, do you know why the floor is so slippery? And I said, no, I do not. And thought much about it. I've just been trying to survive. She says, your son wiped up, you know, picked up the poop. And then he used this to clean the floor. And she holds up a bottle of pledge. A spray can of <laughs> furniture polish. Furniture polish, which should be slippery. And it, <laughs> he's like, what? I didn't know. I, was just, I thought it was a cleaner. I'm like, no, you <laughs> see, it's the downfall of only having uh, commercial free television. Because when I was a child, <laughs> I saw Everybody. tons of pledge commercials, you know, and I know what right. pledge is. He doesn't know. He he doesn't know. He thought it was a cleaner, a disinfectant of some sort, but all it was was a one-way trip to the hospital for his elderly parents who were both over the age of 40. So anyway, my, my wife did something. I don't know what she did. I should ask her, but she was able to extract and remove and pick up the pledge from the floor, and now things are normal. Somewhat. Huh. She probably had the dog go back on the floor there. So <laughs> just clean a, it with a normal a thin cleaner. layer of, of dog crap all yeah. over the floor. And then <laughs> hey, that's up. sticky again. That's good. Yeah, it's nice and slippery. <laughs> so. Now, there's still this spot, though, in our bathroom. We have tiled floor in the bathroom, big tiles. And uh, I, I, our bathroom is very skinny but very long. So you walk past the double sink, past the tub, to the toilet. And, which is right next to a window, by the way. I mean, a big window. And I and, and sometimes if you don't turn on the right lights, it throws a shadow on the on the um, not curtains but the blinds. And so hmm. the silhouette of me peeing is <laughs> is available to anyone that wants to look up to the second Walking floor of by. my building. What is that guy doing up there? <laughs> so I always turn the top down lights on. And there's no shadows, uh -huh. but if I accidentally just turn on the ones that are over the sink, man, it's like a movie, uh, like a, a, sil a freaking black and white <laughs> silhouette movie <laughs> of this fat guy, uh, you know, doing his business. <laughs> and and sometimes I, 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 I'm already finding myself in that position. So I just turn my back to the window and kind of creep around the side of the toilet so that at least they're getting a silhouette of me just standing there. Like I'm in a Macaulay Culkin movie, you know, and, yes. and I just, <laughs> just kind of move back and forth, you know? So anyway, on the Christmas tree, but my point was not to tell about that, but there's a slippery spot next to my wife's side of the sinks. And, uh, Ooh. and it's because she does all this hairspray stuff and it built, it filters it down and it makes the floor slick when, whether you're wearing socks or no socks. And so I go to pee at four in the morning and, and <laughs> I, and I almost die twice and you know, once on my way there and once on the way back, totally forgetting half asleep and then never remember to mention it during the day. 
So maybe this will be my wake up call and I can, I can just go in there and say, look, you know, we got, we got mm. issues here with your, with your perfumes and your hairsprays and, and stuff like that. Making so, the floor slippery. Yeah. You're, I'm going to die. Ah. I'm going to crack the back of my head wide open. So Ooh. anyway, that's, Yikes, dude. that's my weekly update and a warning to all the women out there who love their men. Uh, make sure you, you know, <laughs> preface it. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for a way to get rid of your man, however, oh, yeah. just use a little extra hairspray <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. There you go. <laughs> Body spray. No, we don't condone that. We don't condone that. No, don't kill your husband. Please. No. Of course we don't oh. condone that. Of course. of course not. But you know, there's somebody out there thinking, hmm, I was looking for a way to get rid of my husband. And, and you know, this, this clean comedy podcast supplied the method necessary. So. Yep. Anyway, that's, that's <laughs> mine. Um, oh, so that's just my turn. Yeah. Well, this one comes from the or so category of seven days or so, because this happened actually uh, at the beginning of the summer. And um, during while I was a lot, my, my life is so boring and that I have to go way back in time to get good. I, stuff. I do the same thing, man. Don't you know? Oh, to, you know. this happened last week. Actually, I was yeah. just teasing about all that. You can stuff. say whatever. You yeah, know? I, you're right. You're right. I could how, how would they ever not, know? We could lie to our listeners, and, and they would never know. Well, if that's the case, I really did turn into a bat and fly <laughs> to somebody's house. Oh, yeah. Somebody in the chat room pointed out, uh, Farm Chair says, John can't lie, James. That's that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> so not even, about, not even about bending the truth just to make something <laughs> local so, or recent. Anyway, right. go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Well, so I uh, I was at the mall, see? Um, James and I, uh, Sugar Daddy, um, we were at a, uh, uh, at its, we were at a mall. We had, to, we had to be out of where we were at early, and Amy was at this convention, and so we were like, what are we going to do for some time? So we went to that mall where we found the Kid Zania. Yeah. We decided to go for, for a little walk, and we got there early, like, like all the stores weren't even open in the in the mall yet. They just kind of had like the the main doors open and you could walk around and stuff like that. And so we we walk in and I hear like all these women talking. Mm. I'm like this is I mean it, it it was like it was like instructional talking, you know what I mean? Like okay, we're going to do this and and then and I thought I thought we had walked into the wrong mall. Yeah. Because I was expecting like people and bustling and shop owners and hey good morning and all that kind of stuff but no they hadn't gotten there yet so we walk in and as we as we make our way to like the courtyard area or the you know the big open space in the mall there's all these these moms mm. with with baby strollers and 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 they're like in a big circle and then there's a an instructor lady and they're doing baby mom yoga oh wow and it was, I mean, I guess it was great. They were into it. I mean, like they, they had, some of them were holding their little babies and they were like doing yoga stuff. They had their little mats out and yeah. had an instructor. And I, I, I've never walked into something like that. I felt like I was intruding <laughs> and I was not even like even near them, but I was like, I shouldn't be in this mall right now because there's yoga mom. It's like when you uh, walk into the bathroom and something clues you in just for a second, like, Holy crap, did I just walk into the girls' bathroom and you yeah. just look around, you know, to make sure? Uh, yeah. That must have been what it was like. 
that's it's exactly what it was like. And then I realized that there was a a a, a urinal there, so I realized I was in the right bathroom. So, <laughs> but no, it's you know, there's things that we walk into sometimes, and we just feel out of place, and then you start to question yourself. And uh, yeah. well, that was one of them for me is walking in on baby mom yoga. Man, I could never do baby yoga. Um, I. I, I, I'm so big, like planking, <laughs> my belly would touch the ground and I don't know where the baby is strapped, but I would imagine it would be in the chest area, you know, like, you know, the baby would be tied to you somehow. I would smother my baby and then I would have to steal my roommate's baby and act like it was mine. <laughs> and then they would go to the judge and he would say, cut the baby in half. Oh, that and, sounds very uh, biblical. And then I would have to say, no, don't do that. No, I would say, yes, do it. Do it. Oh, yeah. And do the it. other woman I'd would rather... say, no, don't do it. And then they would say, ah, she is the real mother. And I would say, I'm the real mother. And then they would get confused. and. <sighs> Yeah, I think they would know from the fact that you're a man that you're not the mom. That's but true. that's just uh, my observation. Yeah, you know, it's it's a different flawed. world we live in. It's flawed. Um, so anyway, moving along, uh, we got some not not this is our email section, but um, it's not really an email. It is a plea from the community. Uh, yeah, a, a, a partition even. Yeah, over on our um, Facebook group. Nobody's listening podcast community at um, facebook.com slash group slash NLcast. Um, there's been a, uh, a, a groundswell, uh, a grassroots effort to get yeah. um, Amanda, the, the uh-huh. storyteller um, from, I believe, last week about, about the, uh, the hippie. Yeah, the uh, pipes. Pipes, yeah, the strange pipings. Maybe it was a couple weeks ago. They want her to guest host. And and, and I said, I've already asked. And um, so I'm putting it out there because I know she it's, listens to the show. It's published. It's not just me asking. It's not just me. It, it's, yeah. it's people. The people have spoken. And we would love to have you on. So uh, we've never made a, a public plea on the show before for a guest host. So, um yeah. If that adds pressure to you, I understand. I definitely understand anxiety. But if you want to write up a story <laughs> and uh, come on and and chat it up and and read it for us, uh, there that would be that would be amazing. People just want to interact be. with you, and and that's uh, that's great. Um, or do what I suggest is uh, say, screw you guys, I'm making my own podcast, and then put us <laughs> out of business. So. <laughs> Yeah, she would be better than me, and you would want to replace me as your co-host. No, I, like I say bad. she would start her own show and put us all out of business. Is what I'm saying. Well, that's yeah. So maybe maybe we need to rethink this announcement. Yeah, true. I can edit this. So okay, perfect. Um, patrons, I want to thank all of our patrons. Of course, they're they're all amazing, but I especially want to thank our new patrons who started up this and last week. Uh, John Harris. Uh, thank you for becoming a five dollar name patron. Yeah, John Johnny Steinklobber. Thank you. Hey, 
He just became a five dollar patron this week. I know and, that guy. Yeah, he, he's a he's a teenager. He's a teenager, and he and he <laughs> and he's giving to the show. I think it's the first time I've ever had a teenager give to the show. So hats really? off. Hats off. Yeah. And wow. then Lynette Elkins became an annual uh, patron. Uh, so uh, so you get a sixteen percent discount when you do annually. And so you end up paying fifty dollars and forty cent for the whole year, and you get all of the perks and benefits and bonus content and stuff like that for uh, a lot awesome. cheaper if you can do it annually. And then Kylie Helper also became an annual supporter, and so it was a big week for Patreon. And I I appreciate wow. all the support. We love you guys, yeah. and uh, it is awesome. It's awesome. So was that Kylie Hepler or Helper? Uh, Looks like Hepler. Hepler. Yeah. What did Hepler. I say? Helper? Helper. Oh, well. Which probably happens to Kylie a lot. I'm sure it does. Sorry. I'm sure Kyle. it happens to Kyle Helper uh, quite a bit. So. <laughs> Kyle Helper. <laughs> anyway, no, we, we got a couple iTunes reviews. Uh, one of them is good. The other's great. Uh, hey, James and John, I found this podcast a couple days ago and started listening to it with my family. We're on a road trip for a couple of weeks. That is a long road trip. Cool. <laughs> and this has prevented the car ride from being boring. Here comes the well, best hell. part of the review. My mother has threatened multiple times to ban the show because of how loud we've been laughing in the car. <laughs> I love it. So we've been cautious to stifle our laughter just enough so that my mom can still drive safely. Wish us luck on the road. We're going to die because of you. Uh, no. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Our laughter might not be contained. Jackson. So. Jackson. Yes. Uh, hey, well, Jackson's mom, um, if you're listening, yeah. we're sorry. And please drive safely. And if those kids keep laughing too loud, you feel free to pull over and give them a whooping. Whoop them. That's, that's what my and mom then, threatened to yeah. do. I don't know that she ever yeah. did it, but I don't, you know, I don't think that ever happened with me either. It's always a threat though. Yeah. Sometimes that arm would come, come back from that front seat and it would start swinging and whoever yeah. and got, we would dive yeah. over the back seat into the, yep. into the, 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 the back behind the seat area. Cause we, <laughs> you push your sister into the arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's, uh, from redneck Casey J and he says, I, idea alert with a siren emoji. We, you, we, you. He says, hi, guys, I'd like to hear more Christian songs. Uh, you've oh. said that you're Christians, but I haven't heard any Christian songs on your podcast yet. I just mm. ask that you think about it. Thanks, Redneck KCJ. Well, we all know the requirement for being a Christian is indeed that you have to listen to and play Christian yeah. music on your True. podcast. Otherwise, you do not go to heaven when you die. Um, mm. so I, I appreciate redneck KCJ for, for calling us out on this, but, um, you should know young man that Christian songs cost money to play. You can't just play. Oh, yes. And secondly, um, yeah. So, uh, you, secondly, you, we don't play music on the show at all. Um, not really no. No, we did at one point, but, um, I found out we're not supposed to. So, uh, yeah, and you know those those producers of those Christian songs will sue you. Yeah, they will. And uh, and and they're very protective. Yeah, the, of the their the, music and how it's played. The, so. the person who sings the song might be a Christian artist, but uh, not everybody involved with the production of it is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they they want money. They want money. 
So, um, sorry that we haven't uh, proven our faith in Christ by uh, playing Christian music, but, you know, sometimes we play altar music, and that kind of counts, right? That kind of does. Oh, the glory. I can make up a Christian song right now. Let's see. I can can help you. Liam's story would be great. Your presence is with us now. Jesus. Mm. Oh, just gonna play the keys over here a little bit. Yeah. Jesus. Let's see. Um, most Christian songs are about me, so I love the way you love me. Yeah. You died on the cross for me. Mm. So yes, you did. I could feel better than everyone else and feel superior yeah and thank you that i was born in america Mm. appreciate that too yes (laughs) you make me feel so happy so that's why i stick around but just know that if i have any problems my faith will crumble and fall yes yeah Mm -hmm. Mm. I'll probably quit going to the church And I will blame you And say, God, why did you do this to me? Wow <laughs> That's a little trivial <laughs> uh, Anyway, so there you go There's your there's your Christian song <laughs> What was that, a Christian song? It was I guess it kind of was Yeah it was, it was just a little bit of a parody of a Christian song. So, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it is true. People people love God until bad things happen. And then they're like, why? Why did you do this? And and, and your faith in Christ, by the way, is uh, it, it is a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguishers don't keep bad things from happening. They're there for you when the bad things happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's right. there to put out the fire, not to prevent the fire. And that's what faith is like. But a lot of people, when the bad things happen, they, they abandon their faith. And it's like, that's when you need it the most. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There's there's your uh, moment, your GOK for the day. Yeah. That, thank you. All right. So anyway. Uh, wow. I yeah. feel convicted, man. Yeah. <laughs> I turned that around, and I? <laughs> from profane <laughs> to, to uh, you know... Uh, Pro, pro proverbial so pro pain yeah yeah uh, it's time for us to do uh one of these quiznos Quiz uh-huh. where we quiz what you know so we'd like to thank landon ball for our general knowledge quiz today and it is uh it is probably one of the more attainable quizzes meaning we might actually get some of these right john so you are going to be you, a brandon you're going to be a hashtag Landon, I, I'm going to be hashtag. Okay, good. And and then a doll. Uh, I'll be the dollar sign. So, am I trending? Um, yes, yes. Oh, sweet. In the hit show, <laughs> The Mandalorian, oh. what is Baby Yoda's real name? A. The oh, Child. Geez. B. Grogu. C. Grogu. Uh, okay, D. Roku. E. Groucho. Or F. Grogu. Sounds same as. But yeah, it does. So I'm going to go yeah. with B, Grogu. Uh, I'll go with that as well. Okay. 
Even you, though I like the child. Yeah, the child is is uh, is what they went with for a while. Uh, number two, who is the best podcast host ever? A, Ooh. James Kennison, or B, not James? I'm going to go with B, not James. Uh, I believe there is only one podcast host ever, and that is the James Kennison. So. Okay, so I'll put your hashtag in there next to my name, but I don't know. It could be a trick question a trick question definitely I mean, he might say with that. scott johnson or something from i mean we are podcast. we are the first and only podcast out there so is that know, true it yeah. is we are um number three what is the name of the world's what was the name of the world's first firearm a a musket b a fire lance c a gun or d a flintlock i don't know the answer but i was reading through this earlier i'm gonna go with flintlock well, yeah, flintlock was definitely one of the types of first guns. Yeah. Um, but I, I think musket. Okay. I'm gonna say musket on that. I believe, yeah. All right. Musket. Good deal. Um, number four. What old arcade game involved riding birds? A pitfall. B jousting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> C bird rider. He said old. Or D, Big Bird Simulator. And and what is so funny is the correct answer is not on this. It's not. List. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe he meant it to be B because he said jousting. But the actual name of the cabinet and the game was joust. Joust. Yep. So I'm going to put both our symbols there on B. Yep. Uh. Number five, what is the title of the 100th episode of that story show? Back then, it was Nobody's <gasps> Listening. A, Forks, B, Spoons, C, Knives, or D, Crazy Silverware. I have no idea. So <laughs> I, I was going to say Tiki the Rat Mouse, but I think that's like 104. Uh, I literally have no idea. So I'm just randomly guessing Knives. I'm going to say Crazy Silverware. Crazy Silverware. All right. Number yeah. six, what is the name of the Apollo spacecraft that carried men to the moon for the first time? Apollo 13, 11, 7, or 12? I'm going to say 11. Yeah. Apollo 11. All right. Wait. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pro- yeah. I don't Apollo know 11. for sure. I just am guessing. So do you want to change pretty your answer? Sure. No, I'm pretty sure it's 11. Okay. Number seven, Mark Twain ha- is a pen name. What was his first real name? Oh, I know this one. I don't even need that. Yep. Samuel Clemens. All right. There we go. That's the one I was going to say, too. But B was George C. Michael D. Baxter. So, yeah, we've actually been to his hometown. It's here in Missouri at Hannibal. Really? Yeah. So, uh, and we we saw a bunch of recreations of the different characters' homes and things like that. It was pretty pretty. Oh, that's cool. Guess I'm gonna have to go back to Missouri. Number eight. Who is Job of the Hut's advisor? I know this one too. Uh, <laughs> Bib Fortuna, Mister Spock, Django, or Craymonger? I'm saying Bib Fortuna. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking Salacious Crumb, but that was his pet, I guess. Yes. The advisor was the dude with the red eyes, and he was one of those dudes with the weird head tails. Head tails. Yeah. Yeah. So I that- did, yeah, Bib Bib. Yeah. All right, number nine in Doctor Who, what is the catchphrase of the ninth Doctor? Fantastic, 
Alonzi, uh, Geronimo, or care for a jelly baby? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That's Fantastic. What I, that's what I said, too. I was a little confused for a minute. I had to go through my head and be like, well, okay, Ninth Doctor was dude. Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Uh, number 10, what is the name of the author of Sherlock Holmes? John answers first. Okay. Is what it Dr. Is- James Courtney, Professor Henry Johnson, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Sir Whitney Jack, or Mr. John Steinklobber? <laughs> well, I, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> what is the name of the author of Sherlock Holmes? Oh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. That is correct, and my answer as well. Now we check the answers. Question Ooh. number one was... Uh, what is the Mandalorian's baby Yoda's real name? The answer, of course, is Grogu. Grogu. Ding, 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 ding. A weird name. Weird name. Not it the is. name I would have chosen. My wife refuses to call him Grogu. It is still baby Yoda to her. And yeah. um, we watched the entire series before she was like, wait a minute. That's not the real baby Yoda. That's not like Yoda as a baby. I'm like, no, it takes place after his death. It's 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 one of his kind. It's a Yoda type of creature, but we don't, yeah. you know, we don't know anyway. So, who is a the best year old baby? Who's who's the who's the best podcast host ever? Is it James or not James? Um, the answer is A, James Kennison. So yes. I was wrong. Although I, know, but I you're pretty much right. I think it's subjective. And yeah. Uh, so you're two up. I'm I've only got the one point. So what was the name of the world's first firearm? Number three. Was it Musket, Firelance, Gun, or Flintlock? The answer is B Firelance. Firelance. That's, That's crazy. A great name for a gun. <laughs> Sounds like a kid in third grade that didn't take his Ritalin or something. <laughs> Firelance. That's Firelance right there. When he, he never takes his Ritalin, still. he's just Lance. Yeah. <laughs> when he does take it, he's Firelance. He, he anyway, what old uh, arcade game involved riding birds? Joust was the correct Joust. answer. Not jousting, uh, but it's okay. Uh, what, what was the title of the 100th episode of that story show? This is one I don't, I don't know the answer to. Uh so I gotta go five, go down to five down here. And it was B Spoons. Nice. Spoons. We were both wrong. We we're both wrong. So what was the name of the Apollo spacecraft that carried men to the moon for the first time? Number six was B. We were correct. Apollo eleven. Eleven. Uh-huh. So all the movie wasn't there when it happened. Number seven, of course, is uh, Mark Twain's pen name was Samuel Clements. We both got that one correct. Who is Jabba the Hutt's advisor? Bib Fortuna, of course. We knew that one. And Doctor Who, what was the catchphrase of the night? Doctor, fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. Fantastic, Rose. You'll be fantastic. He was so great. He was so good. He? He was my first Doctor. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I remember Tom Baker. Yes, I do I too. Did, but I never but... watched a complete episode back on PBS when I would see it. You know, it just never right. grabbed me. But um, in 2005, you know, when when it started uh, to come out, the the new season there, I didn't catch it in 2005. I don't remember when I started watching. But uh, yeah, I didn't was, start watching until you told me I needed to. Yeah, and I did, and I was right. 
You were absolutely right. And you know what? I had a hard time accepting the 10th doctor, David Tennant. Yes. And then when and he, he was the best one in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and I he loved, awesome. I ended up loving, um, uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Smith. Smith. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. But he had to grow on me too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know what? Uh, Peter Capaldi. Yeah. He, he's good. And I haven't even watched any with the latest. Uh, I haven't doctor. either. And it's because of oh. the streaming situation. They need to get it on somewhere where I'm streaming. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, number 10, what is the name of the author of Sherlock Holmes? Well, uh, I don't know that there's a book called Sherlock Holmes out there, but who was the author uh, who used the character Sherlock Holmes? Um, that was Sir Car- Ar- Car- Arthur Conan Doyle. I can't, yes, yes. I can't speak, but yeah, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And thank you for a wonderful uh, Quiznos. Quiznos. Yes. Quiznos. Thank you so much, uh, Landon Ball. What you know. So we, we tied, eh? Yeah, I think so. So we're both smart. Okay. And that's we the important are. thing. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, let's yeah. do some listener stories. All right, this one is called Accidental LBB, and it is from Heidi. Um, and LBB, in case you don't know, people always write in when 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 I don't explain it, is a living, breathing butthead. In my opinion, is someone who exists just to be a rear end. Today, we would call them a Karen um, or a male uh, Karen. That's, yeah. I've heard that what phrase thrown around. Brent or so Chad or so, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she says, I was working in a small newspaper office and I hated it. There wasn't oh, much to oh do after I'd written my two or three short stories for the week. And I posted the day's school lunch menu on the paper's website. And they say no good or no news is good news. But actually, no news for me meant spending a lot of time reading about earthquakes on Wikipedia, writing bad poetry and learning Morse code. At least she's oh, wow. Yeah, at least she's using her time wisely. Being productive. There yeah. you go. Oh, and listening to my coworker in the adjoining cubicle eat crunchy snacks. Mmm, yummy. Sounds annoying. One day after she had been shelling pistachios for twenty minutes, I decided to take a bathroom break, quote unquote. 
The ladies' room in our office has a tiny two-stall affair, and it was slightly it, it, it was a slightly nicer place than my cubicle. Oh man. <laughs> the, the bathroom's nicer than where you work. Uh, no wonder why Sounds Creed like Creed was always uh paying to go into the girls' bathroom in the office. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a couch in here. <laughs> yes, assuming it was empty and I could snag the larger stall, it was going to be a better place to be. It was almost like a private bathroom. Several times a day I would go in there, switch on the light and just sit in the stall. And after I'd had enough alone time and had rested my ears from the crunching and my eyes from reading countless Dilbert comics, I would <laughs> I would turn off the light, slip out and go back to another endless hour or two at my desk. And that's how it usually worked out. But this particular day, someone else was in the bathroom, and at least the light was on, and the larger stall door was locked and closed. I couldn't see any feet or hear any sound of movement or any any kind of tell that somebody was in there. So I just figured that whoever was in there was using my trick and maybe taking a nap in the seated position, or maybe they were just a little shy holding in everything until I left. So to save her any embarrassment, I quickly used the other toilet, washed my hands and left. I apparently have the memory of Dory because in the course of those 30 seconds, I completely forgot that someone else was in there and out of habit, I turned off the lights on my way out. Uh, I sat at my desk (laughs) for an unknown length of time until suddenly like a bolt of lightning, I realized what I had done. I rushed back into the bathroom. I opened the door on total darkness. And in the moment before I flipped the switch, I heard an unmistakable sob of utter despair. Lights on. (laughs) All noises ceased. But yes, the stall door was still locked. Not about to reveal my identity. I pretended to be fixing my hair and washing my hands. And then I left suddenly, leaving the lights firmly on. (laughs) This should have been and could have been the end of the story. Maybe a trace of guilt in the back of my mind, sure, of a little pang of conscience, except for one thing. A woman had started work in my office that morning, her very first day. She seemed reasonably pleased, competent, stable, happy. The next morning, though, the news around the office was that she had quit at the end of her first day, just walked out without a word to anyone, and she never came back. And I am one billion percent sure that she was the lady that I trapped in the bathroom in the dark. I think I made her quit her job. <laughs> but, but since I quit out of sheer boredom about a month later, I'd like to think that I maybe actually did her a favor. So <laughs> that's probably why she was in there crying because it was so bad. No, she was in there and she was saw she was feeling sad. But then when somebody turned the lights out on her, that's when she knew she had met the LBB of the week. The tools of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Heidi. Man. Uh, I don't, you know, I've been, uh, you know how, we've talked about this before. Yeah. You know, there's the motion energy efficient. Lights. Yeah. And you're in there like, whoa, hey. Invented, and you can't get up. They're invented by the devil. That's what they yeah. were done. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to have to be in the dark until... Because there's no windows in a bathroom, not unless you're on I-95 and you're in a, you know, side of the road affair (laughs) where they don't care about privacy or anything. Yeah, they they are pitch dark. (laughs) Not even the light on the the little the little uh, scent dispenser, you know, is is enough to light up the room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, that little thing. And uh, it's so dark. 
And so you start oh, you start trying to wiggle and and you're but you're behind a wall. It doesn't work. And you can't. You're just enclosed. The sensors aren't going to pick you up. Maybe Unless so. maybe you take the roll of toilet paper next to you and then throw it up into the air. But then you're then you don't got anything to help you with the reason why you're sitting there in the first place. Well, it happened so. to me because back when I was a children's pastor, we had a pastor's bathroom, you know, in the office complex. Um, mm. but it only had a, a couple urinals and a single stall. And I, I didn't like going in there. I wanted more privacy, but it, it, their lights would stay on eternally, you know, in there. But I thought I'd be smart. I'm like, I go to a church that, that's, you know, seats 5,000 people we have bathrooms with yeah. ten, 10 toilets in them and, and they, they are clean after every yeah. service I can go and, and find a private toilet in a huge bathroom, but they had the motion sensing lights. And yeah, I was there mm. for uh, quite a while. <laughs> I'll admit, <laughs> I think they were on a half hour timer. <laughs> So my legs were numb. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't move. And now we have cell phones and cell phone flashlights and stuff like that. But I don't think at the <laughs> yeah. time I did. Oh, and man. it was just me and my thoughts and the, the, and the, the memory of my mom telling me <laughs> that when churches are empty, that's when the demons come in. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so even, that followed me well into adulthood happen. right there. And, and, uh, <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, this is where the demons come from. This is how, how you get them in your soul is by sitting with your pants down in, <laughs> in the, the dark. You just swim right up from the toilet and <laughs> enter the first orifice they see. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're going to make, you're going to make uh, what's his name's mom pull over the car. Oh yeah. Uh, that's from true. our I, store. Yeah. shouldn't talk about and that. Jackson, Jacko-san. Yeah. So. Oh, chat room asking okay. where do demons come from they come from <laughs> apparently churches <laughs> that's what yeah. my mom's theory was <laughs> the demons uh, leave when the christians are in the church because they're scared of the christians and the worship yeah. music and all that I, I, I this is the thoughts of a child that are now you know still in the head of a, a 48 year old man uh, the logic of a child but uh, when the when the, all the Christians leave, she would she told me that's when the demons come back into the building, and <laughs> and I always thought it was odd. I was like, what are, what are they doing? They, you know, pews aren't that comfortable, you know, and yeah, there's right. not much to eat here except for some wafers and some some grape yeah. juice. Even though the grape juice is fantastic, uh, oh, it's so I would always good. I would always stick my tongue into the cup and try a plastic cup and try to lick <laughs> out as I much as do. possible. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and it gets really awkward when you're up on stage doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they just all saw me do that. Yeah, your tongue gets stuck in there because of the suction, and you're just like, oh, I just guess this is the new me. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, go ahead and read us uh, Round okay. Trip. Round Trip comes to us from Alex Mathis from uh, Pinckneyville, Illinois. Thank you so much for spelling that out phonetically. Yes. Um, but here we go. First off, I love your guys' podcast, and I've listened to most of all the episodes via Spotify. Mm. Yep. So plug for Spotify. Please sponsor us and treat us nice. Uh, <laughs> and I'm working through the list, okay, he says. I still got a way to go, but I have a story. So this happened probably about summer 2006 when I was 16. 
And it was a late night. And sometimes late night, late at night, your body will wake you up and say, I need to use the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly how my body says it, yeah. at least. It's very creepy because my wife's like, stop saying it out loud. It wasn't me. It was my body. It said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let me quickly give you the layout of my room to the bathroom. This this is stalker material right here. Yeah. So. <laughs> if you want to yeah. break into his house, here's, yeah. here's some clues. There you go. My room is in the basement. Okay, I'm out. Um, <laughs> my room's in the basement. I have to turn left, walk to the stairs, climb up, turn right through the kitchen, then right again, and then the bathroom is straight ahead. Yeah. So I, just imagine. I'd end up anyway. peeing in so many areas that weren't the bathroom. <laughs> so I get up and I trudge out of my room on my way the whole time on the way my brain is having none of it and it turns itself off so my body's just like on cruise control mm. as i make the final right turn so that the bathroom door is directly in front of me i turn to the left remember my brain is off okay so as i turn left i walk out onto the back porch <laughs> closing the door behind i thought i was closing the bathroom door mm. and i walk out and in, I walk outside and I walk into the pouring rain. Okay. And then it's at that moment, my brain turns on after yeah. 20 to 30 seconds and says, what am I doing standing outside in the rain? <laughs> exactly like that too. Yeah. Now I was able to get back in the house through an entrance that went straight into the basement. Ah, so Alex had a, had a sneaky place to get in and out of his house. That's yeah. how he, he'd sneak out late at night. Um, but he got back into the basement. So here I am dripping from head to toe. I get to the laundry area and I take off all my wet clothes and I put them in a bag to wash tomorrow and I dry myself off and I put on brand new clean clothes and then I get back in bed. And just as I'm about to get comfortable and ready to catch up on some Z's, my body says, I still need to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the second trip was a bit more successful. Sweet relief. Thanks for listening, and I'll keep this circulating. Uh, I'll keep circulating these episodes to my friends and family. All right, thanks, thanks Alex. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, that's why I was called Round Trip because he, he took an adventure and never did anything about it. So. <laughs> Round Trip and no relief. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine that way? You'd wake up basically in the rain. I, yeah, it's worrisome. It's a, the rain would wake you up, right? Yeah, what I would hope doing so. Out here. How did I get set? That would scare me so bad. Yeah. What am I doing outside? Uh, uh, you know, my son occasionally will sleepwalk. And, yeah. and w he doesn't get far. But you'll, like the other day, you know, we were just, I was kind of walking and I was going to go up the stairs and he's just sitting on the stairs. And, he, and he's just kind of looking around. And his eyes are kind of wide, like really big. And I'm like, Jay, what are you doing, man? And he just looks at me and he doesn't say anything. And it's like he's Ooh. possessed or something. <laughs> like when the demons come back is when nobody's <laughs> home. Um, and I'm like, you need to go to bed, buddy. He's like, okay. Okay. But he just doesn't move. And so I have to like grab him under the arms and kind of motivate him to go back up there. And yeah. it's just creepy. It's scary. I, I get scared of my own son. It is creepy. I've seen some sleepwalking people in my life, and it, it is kind of weird. It's like they're there, but they're not there. Yeah. Well, well we, got a, we got a story from Aaron from uh, Skyatook. Skiatook? 
near Tulsa. Mm. If, if that right. helps anybody <laughs> know where it is, it's called Dead Serious. Not long ago, my daughter and our three lovely granddaughters came to visit my wife and I. One afternoon after church, I was sitting in the recliner holding a three-year-old in my lap as she munched on some potato chips, and we watched a kid's show on the TV together. Out of the corner yeah. of my eye, I saw my wife's puppy was chewing on something. It was the four-month-old pacifier, uh, or <laughs> the four-month-old's pacifier, not a four-month-old pacifier. And <laughs> yeah, nice. Even though it might have been the same age as the child, it makes sense if you think about it. The the entire rubber end was now gone. I, I would properly refer to it as the nipple, but we can't have John giggling nervously now, can we? No, <laughs> I'm not giggling. <laughs> so knowing that this was going to be a problem, and since it's my wife's puppy, I took the pacifier from the dog. I handed it to the three-year-old and told her, go give it to Babu. Babu is my wife's uh, grandma's name, so um, or, or the grandma name for my wife. And it's pronounced Babu. Oh, okay. Babu. 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 Tell her that the dog had ruined the pacifier. Go tell Babu about the pacifier. So she dutifully pranced off to find Babu and returned a minute or so later, climbing back into my lap and resuming the uninterrupted activities of chip eating and TV watching. Only after a few seconds after that, though, she turned her head around slowly the chip nearly inserted into her mouth and calmly told me mommy is going to die. After which she ate the chip as normally as a three-year-old would do. She, what I said, not sure that I'd heard things correctly. Mommy is going to die. She told me again <gasps> as she casually as before with, without any interruption in chip consumption, not wanting to get into an existential discussion with a three-year-old about how everyone will eventually die, I decided <laughs> I needed to go to the get to the bottom of this, and I had a suspect, ba- Babu, I shouted out. A couple of moments later, Babu came into the room. Did, did you say anything about somebody dying, I asked her, and she got a look of sheepish horror on her face. <gasps> I, I, I told her that your mom was going to die when she gave me the pacifier, she admitted. Well, your mom's just going to die when she sees this. Oh, your mom's just going to die. And then I explained the cold-blooded manner in which the information had been passed along to me. And my wife (laughs) then spent a good long moment trying to explain what what she said, despite what she'd said earlier, that the little girl's (laughs) mom was not, in fact, going to die. Several moments later, after Babu left the room, the three-year-old turned her head around slowly, chip in route to its final destination, and calmly told me in the same voice, Babu says that mommy isn't going to die before finishing <laughs> off her chip. Still not wanting to get into an existential discussion with a three-year-old about how everyone will die, I simply said, that's right. And we went back to eating chips and watching TV. Oh, Glad man. it made it on the show. <laughs> that's presumptive. Yeah. Aaron <laughs> from Skiacook. My I don't think that the little girl was faced by either of those uh, bits of information. No, Mom she, is gonna tell she you. had chips in a TV show. I those kids don't. Chips. When they got that media going, they don't care. It's like that screen yeah. time. Your mom could be dying and they would be like, oh, I don't care. This is good, I'm man. Fine. Babies are singing songs on the screen, man. That's all I need to watch <laughs> right there. No, um, I, I'll still never forget the time my daughter was in the back seat in her car seat and she's causing some sort of commotion. And I said, you better straighten up or I'm going to tear you up. 
That's, no. <laughs> that's, that's a s- southern phrase. You know, it means I'm going to tear you. you up, child. Yeah, I'll tear you up. I'll tear that butt up. And she suddenly just went from 10 to zero as far as her behavior and, and just mm. shut up and silent and just straightened up. And I was kind of surprised. Wow. And she says this little quiet, timid voice comes from her. She says, like a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm like, and I imagine immediately what she was thinking, me reaching back and ripping off an arm or another arm or a leg or just starting at her head and tearing her all the way in half. And I'm like, no, baby, no. I just meant beating you within an inch of your life. That's what I meant. <laughs> Silly girl. That's all I meant. It reminds me of the time I was driving with, with Johnny in the back. He's really small, too. He's probably like 15 and no, I'm just saying, but like somebody cut me off and I was like, you stupid idiot. You know, I'm just shouting at the car in front of me. Right. And he starts crying in the back. Seat. Oh, like, no, no, no. I wasn't talking about you. Buddy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just back here sucking my thumb, dad. Dang. Yeah. Oh, man. It, I felt like the worst dad in the world. And, you know, I had to change the way that I, I, I had outbursts oh. uh, from then on. I didn't change completely, but <laughs> poor guy. That's like the first time we, we used to watch anything we wanted in front of our kids, you know, when they were little, 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 right. You know, right. and I remember us watching some, I think it was, uh, you know, 007 James Bond kind of movie or whatever. And Jenna's toddling around and she talked really early in her life and it was kind of a mixed blessing, but, um, she looks up at the screen and right about that time, a car runs into a bus and the bus explodes and she goes, Oh no, the people. Oh, I'm like, oh crap. That's the end of that phase. You know, oh, the people she understands. Movie, sweetheart. She understands. The people. Well guys, that is our story show for today. Whoa. If you didn't get your story, Rad, just listen for it next week. If you have a funny life story, then you need to send it in. Everybody's got one. Whatever your story is, send it. Email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. We appreciate it. And join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash NLCast. We also have a Discord. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler and Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work that we do and get more from your favorite podcast today, like stickers and, and Patreon or a Patreon, uh, no, Discord stuff. We got like perks yeah. for Discord servers and, and, and stickers and bonus content every single week. Uh, and you can find all about that and becoming a member at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens, you don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't tell a three-year-old their mom's going to die. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Thanks, chat room, for joining us live. And uh, we'll see you guys later. If you'd like to join us live, uh, you can do them. Uh, it's Thursdays, 5, 5 p.m. Central, uh, on the Discord server. If you want more Take information, go to nlcast.com and click on Community. And we'll see you there. Thanks, John. You're awesome. No, you are. No. You are. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. 
With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.